Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, we're going to learn how to lead a healthy lifestyle by talking to a clinical dietitian. Her story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. It's funny how you remember moments in your life. I was in high school, I was 17 years old. I'm sitting on the couch with my dad. I'm eating a big bowl of ice cream with a lot of chocolate syrup on top and he's eating a salad. And my dad says to me, he says, you know, son, you're burning more calories right now eating that big tub of ice cream than I am right now eating this healthy salad. But one day that will change. And boy, was he right. <laughs> uh, I'm now 59 and I do have to watch my weight and I'm the one eating the salads right now. <laughs> to talk about a healthy lifestyle, let's uh, have Perla Edson come join us. Um, she's a clinical dietitian. Thank you so much for coming on Absolutely. the show. Absolutely, thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. Well, let's start with the comment I just made. I mean, when we're young, you can pretty much eat anything yes. and get away with it, but uh, your metabolism changes. Yes, and you know, their needs are changing. And so we don't know the repercussions of our eating as we grow up because we just think we, we we want the pleasure and and you know and of course our bodies are new and they're able to take it but as we grow we start to realize that we need to revise our diet and yes. and that it will definitely impact our life and especially where eating healthy is much cheaper than staying sick and quality of life so absolutely, absolutely. and i know you're passionate about prevention and there's an old saying, food is medicine. And, and every time we put something in our mouth, we are um, contributing to a healthy lifestyle or unhealthy lifestyle. Yes. Talk more about that. Sure. So, you know, uh, people want the easy. It's a busy life here and popping a pill sounds very practical, but not, nothing that's in the pharmaceutical world doesn't come with a hundred side effects. And so, yes, it requires work, but it's about learning uh, to be disciplined. And it, it's much simpler than we think if we get educated. Um, and I know that going out and about to buying things as we're becoming more educated is becoming trickier. But yes, uh, eating healthy and eating a variety of uh, diet um, is a necessity that we need to do uh, to you know, bring our lives to be healthy and uh, work well. Sure, we've got some video of just healthy eating. And I know uh, the Mediterranean diet gets a lot of publicity because it is a largely healthy diet, mm -hmm. is it not? Talk a little bit about the sure. Mediterranean yes. diet. So it's, it's very it's large amount of grains and vegetables. Uh, olive oil is the source. You know, one of the things that a lot of inflammation comes in in this country is these uh, oils that are uh, liquid oils that are not olive oil, canola and grapeseed and um, you know processed by. Um, vegetable oils that are very inflammatory. Uh, so they use more like grass-fed um, butter. And so these are gonna be ways that it's much healthier. Fish, they do a lot of fish uh, and lean cuts of meat. So it, it's a very covered uh, diet that doesn't limit anything, but it's rich in natural um, 
uh, oils and, and natural fibers too. And the key is to really find something that you can stick with because I'm told that almost all diets work for a very short period of time, Absolutely. but some of them are really hard to maintain. Yes. And I'm sure since you got into the business, you've seen dozens and dozens of books. We can name them the yes. Sugar Busters Diet, the Caveman mm -hmm. Diet. Absolutely. Everybody has diets um, mm -hmm. and you can read all the books and go on all the diets, but if you can't stay with it, yes. it doesn't really help. Absolutely. Talk about the importance of finding something you can live with. Yes, and, and that's the beauty with the food is something that's across the cultures. It doesn't matter from birth all the way to even when I had to work with hospice, food becomes still at the death family wants them to eat. They, they feel that not eating is significant in their impact of their quality of life and they suffer to see their loved ones not to eat. But um, anyway, what we can do is that we sympathize to learn the background of what, what their ethnicity is, what's, you know, what foods they eat. And from that foods that they eat, we, we you know, develop the plan. Sure. Take, you know, the closer we get to where they are, it's gonna be easier, but there's you know uh, a, a diet that can be made based on you know the preferences their economical status too sure. so you know so we put all that in in, 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 in you know in perspective and I, I can speak from myself that you know we grow up with these ideas like my my mom always told told me clean my plate yeah. but if you go out to a, a restaurant sometimes the plates this big <laughs> and if you cleaned your plate that's like three meals yes so we, the, we used to call them portion distortion yes you know we, we want more for our buck and you know um, um, but, you know, we, we just have to have the, the mindset to say, well, it's a large portion. That's great. I can just put half of it and take it home and eat it for the next day. But yes, definitely, you know, we, we're in this over surplus. Um, and now with this panic of food availability, people are trying to want to eat more. Sure. But and or the mindset that um, healthy food is more expensive. So it's, it's just knowing how to buy things and organize your groceries. Even for that, there's an education, how you can go to the groceries and do your uh, list before going there, not going hungry and just getting sure. what you're not supposed to, uh, because you're going to eat what your pantry has. So we want to make sure that you have a prepared list so that you have an assigned meals through the week, then just allow, you know, uh, hunger to kick in and just grab the first thing that you have available. So Absolutely. And you mentioned hospice care and acute care. We've got mm -hmm. some video that we're going to put up on the screen. Tell us about your work with uh, people at the, like the end of life. Yes. So, you know, it was just a surprise to me because the hospice care was done at home. So I drove to patients home and that's when you realize that even within culture or age, because I had young people in the dying place or older people, is that at the end we're all frail and the things that matter is love and family and food still plays a huge role because hospice has changed from a place of three months and dying to a management of a quality of life that the patient's progressively deteriorating, but we're still working with their nutrition and they still wanted to make sure that we can give them the pleasurable foods but at the same time, they can have healthy foods in their dying time. So it, it was a very rewarding, uh, unexpected, you know, place that uh, learned how nutrition still played a role uh, in those diseases that are progressive. And you know, uh, we're not using uh, aggressive medical management. We're doing more palliative, but mm -hmm. it could be years. And so we still work with them. And you know, it's. Uh, it was a great experience. Absolutely. I talked to you just before the show and I said, is there a patient that comes to mind when you think about why you do what you do? Mm -hmm. Would you share that story? 
Absolutely. You know, I, I feel that there was several patients in my, in my life, but one of them that struck into me was more as the understanding of the importance of nutrition. And we have always learned what is important until we don't have it. You know, like scurvy in the boat, when people didn't have, they had the bleeding gums and oh, vitamin C is important. And uh, she had a gastric bypass that went wrong. They said GBGB, uh, gastric bad, uh, bypass gone bad, uh, little, um, um, little slogan. So my thing is that she came to us and she had from head to toe every sign of micronutrient, vitamin, mineral deficiency. And for the first time I was exercising as the center doctor using nutrition purely to restore her. And there's an art for that because while we want to just feed them immediately, there was a process for the body to readjust after months and years that she had declined uh, and rebuilt her skin, rebuilt her um, immune system, her, her gut. I mean, it was a rebuilding of her entire body from being depleted from nutrients. And it was, a, it, it, you know, in engineering, again, I, I got to see the impact of every single nutrient in her body. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, anyway, it was the, the greatest experience in regarding to what we do in, in that we were able to tangibly get to see in our patient and also an experience for all the doctors too, because it wasn't, you know, a very unique case. Well, and and that speaks to one, your passion for your patients and also the idea that it's really never too late to start a healthy habit. So in the little time we have left, talk to the viewer there on the left and just uh, talk about why it's important for you to make um, lifestyle changes right now. It is very important because uh, the basis of all illness is oxidation, inflammation, and uh, and toxicity. And today we're living in a place where our water, our air, we're just in a soup of toxicities and we need the right nutrients to clean our body, to optimize our health, and realize that we're living in a a diet today that the industry, if we're not well-read into the ingredients that are contained, we're we're gonna be bringing into our system a a lot of things that will make us ill. So, uh, you know, it's not only about knowing fruits and vegetables that we're supposed to eat, but eating a cleaner diet, that the fresher the, the meals are, the less ingredients, then we're, we're, we're making sure that our, what we're putting in is right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to end this. We're gonna also going to leave with the uh, LinkedIn page. Go ahead and put that on the screen, and then uh, that's how you can get a hold of uh, Perla Edson. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for well, coming on the show. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It was nice to meet you. Thank you. you. That's it for now. We'll thank see you, you next time. Thank you.